Celestial Perspective Podcast, bringing you a fresh perspective on the Celestial Church of Christ. Hey there, amazing listeners of the Celestial Perspective Podcast. We appreciate you for following this podcast. We appreciate your comments, your reposts, and other engagements. We've been on an incredible journey together, exploring thought-provoking topics and sharing valuable insights. But to keep the conversation going, we need your support. We are on the lookout for headline sponsors and generous donors who believe in the power of meaningful conversations. Whether you're a business looking for exposure or an individual who values the impact of our podcast, your contribution can make a real difference. Reach out to us today. Let's make a positive impact together. And for donations, please use the account number shown somewhere below. Until next time, stay tuned to the Celestial Perspective Podcast. Look out for our next episode and let's keep the dialogue alive. Welcome to another beautiful episode of the Celestial Perspective Podcast, where we bring you a fresh perspective on the Celestial Church of Christ. As you already know, my name is Joseph Enrile, and with me is my delectable co-host. Hey, Joseph. Beautiful Oyi. What's happening now? Thank you. It's nice to always see you. It's always a pleasure. I feel, I'm ready for some sprinkling just of, you a know, sprinkle. violence. Just, just, just a sprinkle. Here and there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as you know, we always discuss salient topics, topics that are cogent for the hour. And um, our topic today... Before I dive into that, I would like us to introduce our guests. First person is my guy here, <laughs> Emu. Emu. Emu Bangu. Okay, so I, I think I am obligated to read <laughs> his bio. <laughs> so let me read. Let me read his bio. Muiwa Olaito is an ideator. Okay. Brand strategist mm-hmm. and tech founder. Come on. <laughs> a Celestian of over 40 years, mm. best known for his desire to see a better all-around CCC. Ogamisa, welcome. Welcome to the Hello show, everybody. Emo. My name is Muiwa uh, Laiton. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank, thank you a lot. You. Thank you. Thank nice you. to have you, sir. Thank you, sir. Nice to So sitting directly beside him is another girl of hers, Oluwa Joshua, popularly known as Sazi. Am I correct? Sazi speaks. He is an astute public speaker, preacher, writer, and blogger. His passion cuts across personal and youth development politics, good governance, and music. The firstborn in a family of three. And uh, let me just chip it in is the grandson of the founder of our wonderful church. Nice to have you with us, sir. Thank you very much, sir. It's and the here. son of Prophetess Deborah. She's on one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the episodes yeah. that we recorded. Okay. Thank you for coming. Thank Tom. you very much, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a pleasure to have you. And our topic today is celestial bloggers and their excesses. I want to start with um, Emo, sir. Um, we have a myriad of blogs that post to be celestial blogs. And we see all sorts of content, you know, here and there. Now, why are these blogs not even regulated to begin with? Because everybody is a representative of Celestial Church. Everybody is a spokesperson 
for Celestial Church or on social media. Why are these things not regulated? All right. Uh, let's start from rock bottom. So uh, if you care about your image, your reputation, um, your public impression, you invest in it. Right. So our church as an institution has created an avenue for a lot of these guys to ride on. Um, you cannot set up a block called uh, Catholic Church today. Mm. It will not happen. Direct. Or Anglican lately. And say you are just writing things about the Anglican Church. Let me, let me chip in. Why would it not happen? Good. The Anglican Church, the Catholic Church, are institutions. Some of those institutions, are they, they are all religious, but they are even bigger than some of your public corporate institutions that you yes. know. Yes, affirmatively. And the managers, the, the, the drivers of those institutions pay very keen attention to the public impression of that institution. Let's go back to, let's go to the, the, the Catholic Church, for example. You know, there was a case, there was a time where it was public knowledge that fathers were now going homosexual. Yes. Uh -huh. The Catholic Church were very, very intentional about the PR that was deployed to address that because they were already, that church were already suffering um, some backlash or from some backlash. They, saw, they started to see gradual exodus of their young members into more of the Pentecostal folds or some of them even returning back to churches like ours, the spiritual churches. And they were battling those type of issues on the ground before. So now you now build that type of troubling impression on top of it. They needed to bring out, I believe perhaps, the best of the best in their fold uh, and make them spokespersons for the church, rally some non-religious media as well to help them put out the right type of impression. Now, with regards to Celestial Church, um, I think, and I, I, I want to believe so, we do not really care about the image and the impression of our church. I'm talking about we. we. Yeah, thank you. Who are the we? The administrators of the church. The founder, I won't say the founder. The founder is gone. They did his bit. Credit to him. The administrators today, the leaders today. Okay. And perhaps, to a large extent, the general fold of the church. We do not truly care about the impression of the church. How do you categorically speak for every member of the church? Okay, so um, I dare you to go online and take days of days to research and look for one particular crisis from the RCCG, one particular public crisis, and see if you can find any. Spend a whole weekend. The last thing that came out of Foursquare Church was the lecturer in Unilag. Yes. You know? Yes. You had that case? Yes. Uh -huh. And immediately, the first square church, first square church wrote a public disclaimer the next day. And that was the last we heard about any issue from the first square church. Does it mean they don't have issues? No. They do have issues. But what, what we see is the amplification of these problems in the purview of the public by our own blogs. Like if, there's an, if, it's, if, it's a, if there's an issue in, in this church, uh, maybe in a parish something happened, it is the select blogs that you will see that will post it. Okay, Ola, you say you want to regulate media, right? When Nigerian government or any government out there wants to regulate media, the first thing they do is they set up a law called the, what's that thing called? The social abuse law or something, no, something, something. Social abuse. Something, a law that allows you, that, that can be used against you if you try to 
um, bastardize the image, the image of, of an someone, organization or treating someone okay. or bad language against someone or, or maybe uh, defamation, defamation of character. Yes. Okay. So now bring that to our church. How many of these guys? So you can take it. It's a carrot and stick approach. You can rally them, sit down with them, sell what you want, sell the new position of the church to them, the new impression of the church, what you want the church to be known for, yada, yada, yada. Or perhaps pick one or two of them, correct? Perhaps make a sample out of them if you want to, to tame the others. So you can either use the, like, like I would always say in my church, type of approach, which is the Jesus Christ approach. <laughs> but do you think or, that works? Does that work? I'm going somewhere. Okay. Or the Moses type of approach. Thou shall not. That's the Moses approach. Jesus Christ is the let's come together and reason. Okay. I beseech thee. I beseech thee. So if the church says today that they now want to really and truly care about the image of this church, before you even do that, ask some basic selling questions. Mm. Who owns the global patent of the church? The identity patent of the church. That's that's who far. did it. <laughs> but let's let's ask this question. Should that even be in question? Mm. <laughs> does it even exist? They will tell you it does exist. Does it exist? If it does exist, who you want me to shake the table? Not us to be mild. They shake it. If it does exist, destroy it. Why are we here? If, if, if it does exist, <laughs> there is an individual, son of a shepherd from one of the churches in Oshodi, who did volumes of recording of the celestial hymns and has yes. been selling it over the years. Yes. And mm. I'm very sure, I stand to be corrected. I stand to be corrected. I stand to be corrected. I has not paid a dime in to royalties back to the church. Mm. Mm. So if you take that individual to the court, how do you win your case? But then there are other folds that, that you can just go to the studio and sing. Is it not your voice? Is your voice is your... Is your energy, is your money, is your investment? Shouldn't you enjoy the returns of your own? Is it your song? Is, is... So, most of the songs that I believe, again, out of my research, most of the songs that we sing in the Christian fold today are mm. songs that came out of the early day apostolic churches. Correct. Mm. Aladura churches, mm. perhaps. Mm. Most or some? Most. most. I would say some. So, okay, let's say some. Some were also taken from perhaps the Anglican Methodists and, and so on. But I, I, I know for a fact that you cannot, like your bad people will say, Boji Boya, take the Catholic hymn book and record 40 songs or hymns. Correct. That's and, audacious. And commercialize mm. it. That's if audacious. you sing it to promote God, if it's free distribution, they might not raise a brow. Mm. But the moment you record it and you commercialize it, You're earning. then you might be setting yourself up for battle. Okay, there are certain areas of our worship, our liturgy that are, you know, sacred, not because we're trying to hide them from the general public, but because they are sacred. There is rarity to sacredness to some extent. For instance, there are certain masses in the Catholic Church that you cannot see on social media. It's not because they are doing anything wrong, but it's just that, you know, um, they believe that it is sacred. And nobody goes there with their phones recording anything or, mm. you know, what have you. But we find in our church where bloggers take anything and post anything. In fact, you can see where a, plo a blogger is posting a side uh, man, for instance, where he's making, <laughs> he's preparing the incense for the, the service. service. You'll find instances mm. where 
bloggers will post, you know, members of the church doing certain things that are not even right or that, that are not optically permissible, you know, <clears throat> and bringing that to the purview of people to see. And then you, you see the fights in the comment section where somebody is asking, why are you posting this? What's your business with this? Is this what you, you should be posting? And they become so vehemently violent about it. It's, it's my page. Defensive. That's the word. It's my page. It's my business. It's my page. It's my, my business. <laughs> now, can you, can you highlight some of the negative effects that this has on the church, you know, optically? And maybe as a church, um, with respect to how others think some things are permissible when they're actually not. Okay, so let let's let me let me respond to the first point that you made. You talked about yes. a mass. Yes. So I believe that we have a couple of them in the celestial church. Yes. Perhaps the most sacred that I may not advise anybody to put out probably will be the Amisa. Yes. But again, while I may not put that out, nothing stops me as a blogger if I want to, if I mean well for the church to not do a session where I would have done research, gathered a lot of knowledge and talk about why we do the Amisa okay. and bring the biblical reference to it. Okay. So that people understand why we do Amisa. Okay. You get what I'm That's saying? That's okay. And we say, okay, oh, how many candles have been lit at the Amisa? 99. Mm. What do those 99 candles reflect? Okay. Why don't we bring okay. a dead yes. corpse into the yes. church? Without practically taking my device into the experience of the Amisa service or the Amisa mass. So that's one. On the other hand, if you look at most of these guys you are talking about, can you promote what you have very little knowledge of? Absolutely not. Okay, good. So you cannot promote what you have very little knowledge of. Some of them don't even know what the pouch, the collection pouch is called. The collection pouch is called. They don't know. Do you know? Do you get? Uh -huh. So You mean the Pajaspa? Pajaspa. They don't even ask them why there are seven candles in the water. For a naming ceremony. ceremony. They don't know. So, and look at a social shift or a mental shift that has also happened in the church. We've gone from highly spiritual back in, say what, 20, 30, 40 years mm -hmm. ago to very, to very social today. Yes. Very, very social today. So again, the same media you're trying to tackle is called what? Social, social media. media. It thrives on content that are centered around social lifestyle. So you will see those guys around Avest, church service, choir performance, what is in vogue, I want to feel among, my friend is beautiful, I want to show myself, yada, yada, yada. But you will not see them consciously tell you that, oh, a miracle happened in my church today and I captured it and perhaps not even show the entire experience of that, talk about it and reference it to what God does for the church. And use that to drive positive message for the church. No, let, let me go back to what I wanted to start with. About 20 years ago, I had friends that would tell you that the reason why they would not join Celestial Church is because they, be, they were told that Papa Shofar's leg was, was long. six long. feet plus, long. Yes. Just his leg. Just his feet, his feet, his feet. His feet, That's okay. why we don't wear shoes. <sighs> okay. People <laughs> still had that opinion was in the 90s. People had that opinion in the early 2000s. And you'll be surprised that there are some people till now who still yeah. now. Yeah, and guess what? You have, at least, though limited, you have content around him, videos of him walking, videos of him in the altar, videos anyway. of him sermonizing, videos of him in the church. And, Baba, did you see leg shoot out from under the robe? But again, 
these guys you are talking about, like I said from the beginning, they cannot sell what they don't know. They are all just lashing on to the new energy in the church, which is the social energy. They are not strategic about the positioning. Okay, what do I want? What's the difference between, and I don't want to, sorry if I mention names, what's the difference between Reese Celestia and we, the CCC? Almost like, CCC me, Unite. Say, what's the Celestia difference? Generation. What, do they stand for? what is the difference? Mm. Why should I follow this one and follow this one and follow this one and follow this one? I think the major difference within this spectrum of blogs is just that some are more calculated with their posts than others. Some don't care. Some will come and ask you, ladies, where you are in the, your period, does the Holy Spirit still follow you? Come and tell us your experience. <laughs> you I know, feel like they have why, different ideologies peculiar why, why to them. there are some who are, I would say, more aloof, more reserved, more cautious of what yes, they post. Yes. So it's a large spectrum. And that's why that's why I say, if there is no, if, if there is no body or administration that calls them and lets Regulates. them look, this is the, the image, just like you said earlier, this is the image that we ought to project so that the church is in good light, not just internally. Well, let me interject for one second. It took a few audacious global bloggers <clears throat> to start blogging perhaps negatively about Dubai. I'm going out of the church now. Yes. It took them, yes. it took a lot of audacious boldness and knowing fully well that if I do this, and perhaps the Dubai authorities find my post, they mark my face, they know my name, chances are that I may never enter, into enter the, UAE. the UAE again. Yes. So you are doing that, I know that your entry privilege into the UAE is pretty much, you have sacrificed it. But yes. you probably want to show, when the king of Dubai had an issue with one of his daughters, yeah. it was a, but they were, they are very intentional because mm. what they are selling is not oil, they are it's selling image. travel. Yes, tourism. tourism image. You get what I'm saying? So for us as Celestial Church, the bloggers are the second layer of the issue. The first layer of the issue is mm. church leadership. Mm. Church leadership. So if you say today that we're taking a bold step, over the next 10 years, we want to rewrite a lot of wrongs. wrongs. We want to normalize a lot of abnormalities. You take a very audacious step towards it. You be very strategic towards it. And you now you, you define your position that you want to take. The apostolic is apostolic. Don't lie to yourself. We're a spiritual church. Now, start to tell your spiritual story from where you want to tell it. Correct. Now, is this to say that other churches are not spiritual churches? So, every spirituality, the level of spirituality differs. So, the celestial church will tell you that um, Papa Shofa said the celestial church, any celestial church sanctuary mm. is a palace. Yes. And the palace because you have an altar that has seven candlesticks burning on it. Those seven candlesticks represent the seven spirits of God. Yeah. So God sits in the celestial altar as it was given to them in the days of the Israelites. The inner altar and the outer altar, yada, 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 yada. The holy, the holy, holy of holies. Of holies. Yes. Yes. holies, of holies. Yeah. Yeah. So they will tell you that a lot of, that's why I will tell you that a mini joy, a mini joy, a mini joy, a mini joy, meaning that in those early days, they had a lot of contact, reference, leadership, push from the spiritual end of things. But we've shifted away from that now. So it's not like saying other churches are not spiritual per se. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if we're audacious enough to own that positioning, and that is what we want to promote, then we'll go ahead. I've not even started talking about some of the audacious things that some of these boys, some of these bloggers do. I think we'll do that in the next uh -huh. section.
the Celestial Perspective Podcast, bringing you a fresh perspective on the Celestial Church of Christ. Why do you, should we conclude that the optics is very important? Because some people will say, uh, if we're focusing on the optics and how people view the church, then it means that we're just we're just uh, rubbing powder <laughs> on on a face that is already dilapidated, or like the women will say, a makeover session on on a rot. So it's it's almost as if we're just superficially, you know, covering our, our problems or or rot and letting people see a, a good light. Where does it start? Does it start from within or without? The first thing is um, the way you package your market is how people buy it from you. Okay. The so as a What's church, the market in this case? Our church. The image of our church to everybody out there, the image of our church to whoever wants to come in line with what we do in our church. Mm. Okay, does that mean, does that does that uh, um, amount to, or does that um, mean or equal to covering We are not wrongs? covering our mess. We are not covering our rots. Okay. One way or the other, we have to be very, very sincere with ourselves that in some cases, there are something that happened within our church that should stay in our church. Now, but, let, you, let, but don't let you me... think that this exposures, this, um, this exposures by blogs, don't you think it will contribute to the improvement of the church? It will uh, contribute to the degrading of the church. Yes. So there's no the good in this post. We have few of them that do the good side. Let's be sincere with ourselves as Celestians now. Okay. But do you think there will be an improvement? We have to work for an improvement because the truth of the matter is majority of these blogs you are talking about do mainly copy, copy and paste. So are what, you, okay, I think I, the direct question should be, are you in support of blogs? Celestial blogs. I don't support blogs. How about you, Emo? I support them. You support blogs. I support them, but and I just, I I'll, just, I'll give you the reason why I, said I don't support blogs. Yeah, it is very, very important we have a section or a set of people that bring out and sell out our church in the right image. Mm. But in the case of our church, we don't have a control over it. Okay. I can wake up tomorrow and say because I'm a photographer and I want people to see what I do. I come out and say I am Celestazi. Okay. Nobody will check me because there's Sazi no photography. Sazi photography. Nobody will check me because there's nobody regulating blogs in the church. Like I said earlier, check the Redeemed Church, probably just two pages or three of at most. But do you think there are people regulating Redeemed blogs or we just we just have excesses this is not as a whole? Okay, why don't we Dove, have... Dove Media regulates media. Every now, Emma, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have RCCG? We in the RCCG. RCCG Unite. RCCG Generation. Or <laughs> RCCG Unite. But we have <laughs> Celestial Generation. Celestial Unite. Yeah, 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 we in the CCC. That's why. What, what, is is the, what, what sets the saying. difference? That's what we are saying. These people have regulations that guide their bodies. But in the case of our church, this is absent. That is why anybody will just wake up any day and say, I am starting a blog. But to even begin okay, with, if does I start, the church if I start, have any we official, the, official, if, bo- official um, blog? Uh, As the case may be, or page. This is the word, right? I'm not aware. Let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish one thought before we drive it together. What stops me from starting win the RCCG tomorrow? Because you'll be checked. Who will check me? The church body, the body in charge of media. Are you? Are you affirmative? Are you affirmative about this, or is you are just speculating? I'm not speculating. I'm sure. What do you think about that? It's a phone, social media. Emma, what do you think about that? If I start we in the RCCG tomorrow. Who will stop me? Okay. When we filmed Ulushola documentary. Yes. We had filmed it. We had edited it. It was good to go. We had printed IVs for the... That was, what was, what was the name of your body? 
So let's start media team. Voluntary, CMC. voluntary CMC. guys. Voluntary yes. media guys who just come together, do work, media work for the church. We go to events, we go to email call, do different things. So we said, okay, you know what? Our positioning should be, let's start to create stories mm. around some of the um, interesting testimonies. historical testimonies of the church. We filmed Olishola. By the way, we have a bragging right. The, the only sister <laughs> of the dead Mama Olishola. Is she dead? Yes. Okay. No, no, no. no. no the only sister of the then dead Mama Olushola. Okay. okay. Who came who back to life? Who came back to, yeah, life. who came back to life? By the power of Jesus Christ. By who? Through who whom? Through Pastor Fanda. Through Baba Shofa. Okay. Who can tell you the story of how it happened from death to resurrection? Yes. Okay. Passed on as passed on. Okay. And perhaps were the last set of people that interviewed her. Ha. Yes. So now you have, you have Please, let's not forget the question. The question is, what stops it's me? Going there. I'm going it's going there. there. I, I, we're, we're getting... No, no, I'm, I'm no, going there. We're I'm just trying to, to clarify go there. things. All right. All right. When we finish that and the church saw... When I say the church, maybe not the church as a lesser church of Christ, some elements in the church saw that the buzz around that particular I content... Struggle. I know the struggle. First hand. Eh? That particular <laughs> content was generating some underground beats mm. and could bring relevance to perhaps the voluntary body. Mm. and make it relevant mm. they did whatever they want they wrote to us the church wrote to us to CMT yes to okay. Celestial Media Team and they said we should not go ahead with that premiere precluding you from going ahead yes mm -hmm. in a good way or in a, did they, did they mean did, now, well did they see or... did they see that, that, letter, that letter didn't mean well did they see the material okay. did they see the material before saying that this material shouldn't go public no, no they didn't we approached them we approach them. We I feel start... like it's something that, that will project the church in a good light. So why do so you think... So I'm trying think... to go back to what is the okay. question. Okay. So they wrote to us. Whether they did it right or they did it wrong, they prevented Olushola from seeing light of day. At least the way we wanted it to. Olushola did documentary. The documentary to okay. see light of day. So we had to, after a bit of time, we took it upon ourselves. Okay, you know what? Let's just put it on YouTube. Anybody that wants to see it can go there to see it. Where but were you was... intending to put it before? We wanted to hold a premiere. We printed 300 invitations. Okay, clear. In the church, okay. they told us to stop the premiere. That Olushola documentary didn't go out. Mm. We didn't. We we're not able to tell that story the way we wanted to tell it. So now, if that effort, whether from the institution or by some elements of the institution, could have bettered that action, the same thing. Imagine now stepping into a more regulated, well-structured institution like the RCCG. Mm -hmm. So the moment you say we are RCCG, you have one follower. Nobody gives a hoot. You have 10 followers. By the time you have your 100 follower and you post something that has to do with Lake Adeboe, somebody sends you a Somebody DM. sees you. True. And if you get on the bad side of Lake Adeboe, perhaps the attention of the director of media will be called to it. Protocol. The attention of the director of media will be called to it. Director of media of RCCG. Yes. yes. Or perhaps some of the coordinators of the Dove Media team. Yes. Will be called to it. At the moment that happens, they begin to keep an eye on you. Mm -hmm. Before you know it, you will get an email. Email, letter, DM, phone call, you get an email. Email mm. to work. To bring so either church. to be no, quoted, no, no. Okay. swallowed entirely, or they will even tell you that the position of the church is that they down. do not want to have any sort of representation in the social media space outside of A, B, C, D okay. channels or platforms. Which means this thing is actually easier than we perceive it to be. That's why I said in, that's why I said initially. Do you want to take the approach of Moroni? 
or a work of order. RCCG, I believe, would take the approach of a work of order. Yes. Okay, let me ask some more this question. Do you think the people that are supposedly meant to be the regulation body of these media teams, do you know do you think they are well exposed enough to see the need to the leadership? Do you think there there are there are there are um savvy youths there that are know what to do concerning um, this? Yoruba says Aja will more it will this proverb is coming again. But in the case of our church, it's a sorry case, yeah. Because even those that are in are, are in charge of the affair of the media team, or should I say regulating the media team, probably have past experience because they walked past a path or something, but they cannot work with this generation that we find ourselves. Okay, you're trying they to cannot, say there's, they a, cannot, there's a new wave. There's a new wave. We are in the Gen Z generation. Okay. You cannot come to me now and tell me that, okay, Papa Sokwe, and you want me to take it like that. We are in a generation now mm. that our youths see the light in a different way. So if you want to lead a team that would regulate, if you want to lead a team that will call you to, uh, to understanding of where they are missing their parts, you need somebody that can relate with them. Do you think it, it will work that way? Or do you think we should go mi- military? Not military. Let's be sincere, yeah? We do, are we mean, Emma, do you agree? Do we mean military in in uh, the actual context of the word or no no like military, <laughs> no, military like order co- coercing okay, everyone and order. order so, so if, if we step out of line again mm. we're a church where we have functions even from leadership okay. you already have disintegration okay you're trying to say the leadership okay. of the church you is already not have disintegration one okay. so I can wake up today okay. and say it is God centric. has asked me to build a church yes you know okay that's j- true Jesu me parish and, and I, then I'll have a media I choose, team. I choose whatever function I want to hide under mm. to push my agenda. So, mm. forgetting please, sorry, that, sorry. Yeah. By functions, do you mean we have multiple shepherds? We multiple do. Pastors. I'm saying it categorically in capital letters. We have different pastors. functions in the church. We have different pastors. And we know we, we don't need to lie to Is each other. Is that novel information to you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to confirm. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess. And you've seen people hide under that lapse. To okay. perpetrate to all forms of vices. all sort of agenda that they have. Okay. Because they also tell you that, okay, again, a young shepherd who is in vibe, who is in vogue, like two, three years ago, mm. the church, people had raised dust over his conduct and mm. had asked the authorities to go and challenge okay. him. Okay, I know that story. But the fact mm. remains that okay, if you go and challenge him, are you challenging him because you contributed to the building of his church? Mm. Or you're challenging him because he carries an identity that you own, which is mm. what you could have challenged him over. Mm. Okay. To say, mm. okay, guy, we're not, we're not, we're not interested in your building. Keep your building. Keep your. But yeah. we own the in book. We own mm. the candles. We own the, the rainbow with the, the logo, crown, eyes, whatever. Mm. We own the name with the name. Mm. We own the Pajaspa. We own the order of service. It's not yours. We own the blue and yellow cape. Mm. Give it. I want you to take all those elements out. What is left? It's back. It's, Com- it's a total building. conversion from a church so a to an event, to an event <laughs> center. center. Mm. So the moment, if you, if our church is able to as, as acquire that type of power, now, you now bring it to the next level. Who are the guys who will be custodian of that type of, of that power? power? There are people who work in the media space. A friend of ours who passed on, you know, about one, two years ago, did that struggle. We saw him struggle. Struggle. So it's not a case of Aja Iwuru and Ikeniko Iwuru now. It's, it's, it's the reality of the fact that as a church, first and foremost, 
fundamentally. Are we interested in our impression, public impression? Mm. If we're interested in our public impression, if you want to know that Celestial Church is an institution eh, where solid people administer, eh, sue Celestial Church of Christ and Celestial mm. of Christ to court. Mm. Then we you see know people come out. That we are a body. Do you get what I'm saying? But with that same people that come out, put them in this kind of conversation that we're having now about media. Go call me. Go call me. They live aside your voluntary um, media team, do we have a celestial media team? That I know of, no. Okay. No. So let me come back to the letter that was written to CMT. Okay. Precluding CMT from releasing the documentary that was painstakingly recorded, produced, post-produced, and was being readied for release. What was the reason that the body or the, the board or the administration gave? What was the reason that they gave that um, they thought that it was right for them to make sure that Olushola doesn't see the light of day? All right. <laughs> You want me to read through that letter the way they wrote it? Or you yes, want to... yes, please, sir. Yes, yes, please. Yes, please. <sighs> okay, I don't have it here, but if I can remember some lines. Okay. It, it wasn't a well-worded corporate correspondence. Are you trying mm. to say it was quack? It wasn't a well-worded one. Let me know okay. that. Out. Let's leave it. Right. Let's leave it. Let's leave it that way. <laughs> it was a bit vindictive. Okay. Okay. It was a bit vindictive. Because, like I said to you, a certain element in the church out of again, structure. Mm. who perhaps will tell you that the pastor has given me a letter I'm the media something something to the pastor <laughs> maybe the pastor's brother maybe the pastor's in-law mm. maybe the pastor's loyalist one guy that I used to have so different people like that knew that the moment and the energy the vibe that CMT carried at that time was very hot and you know they knew that we came to K2 Harvest National Quarter Harvest with 300 invites and we shared everything we gave it to all the who is who's we we're going to use the National Headquarters at Makoko Projector screen, everything, lecture before the documentary. What year was this? 2021. Okay. So, it was, there was no response, so to say, from the institution. It was more about a few people who felt threatened, who now used the, the, the umbrella of the church to address us. They know that once they do that, we'll drop it. Not like we couldn't drag it, but we'll drop it. And the reason was not far fresh from the fact that some of the ones they said verbally, apart from what they wrote in the letter, was that, oh, we are telling a story that is a property of Oshofa. That the Olushola story is an asset of the church. That the church has not, the church number one does not identify with us. We wrote clearly, clearly in our introductory letter to the church, to the pastor, inviting him, that we are a voluntary body of just media professionals and guys in the church who have come together to contribute, bring our equipment. Nobody was getting paid. Nobody was funding anybody. You know, we're doing a voluntary. Okay, let's start to tell interesting stories about the church. But didn't you think there should have been permission before embarking? So, um, I, w I, won't dis I won't discredit that question. Okay. Perhaps there should have been. Okay. Uh, but again, I believe that I would not write a biopic. I would not try to produce a biopic of the pastor founder without the Oshofa family's consent first. Or a biopic of Babada without the Bada's family. family. So to write, to write or create a story around the testimony called Olushola, the first thing was to get the Olushola family consent, which was what we got. After we had filmed it, before releasing, we wrote to the pastor and even said in the letter that we were open to a private viewing 
to show them what we are done. Yes, just for them to see if they had any issues with some of the statements being made or facts being portrayed, we could take them out. But, you know, the response that came back, sadly again, poor structure, was a few people who are perhaps <laughs> around corridors of power used the umbrella of power to write back to us because they wanted to fight that mission to protect their own standing that they had in the church at that particular mm. time. So no cogent reason mm. per se. No I remember we had a physical reason. meeting for over an hour. The pastor's PA sat to my left. I sat here. The present-day admin uh, guy in the pastor's office sat to my right. The later Akeju, no, Akeju wasn't there. One or two other guys sat in front. Was, uh, it was a meeting for close to two hours. Try to show them why they should let that thing fly. Even support it. But it was a, it was a, it was a, we, we, we experienced a very tough resistance. So like I said, it was not an issue or a challenge of the church itself. It was just a few elements there. Now, what they could have rallied around in 2020 and perhaps leverage that platform to help tame, that dragon has grown wild now. And the power to tame it now doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist or is harder I to don't think acquire. I don't think it does. Exist. Okay, tell me a quick one. Um, as as a member of the founding family of this fold, are you are you not? I am. See your face. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, as a member of the founding family of this um great fold, what do you think about the resistance of the church leadership? Um, concerning the resistance of the church leadership, I don't know. I was not a part of the meeting, though I know about all that happened then. Okay. But one way or the other, I believe um, the case in our church now is, like I told somebody earlier, is a case of, yeah, I'm a part of the family, found the family, but we have to be sincere with ourselves most times. It's a case of me having someone in power and using that person to get what I want. So I guess that was clearly what happened. Now, now let, let's be blunt here. Is there a body? Who might feel threatened if CMT thrives? This this podcast has no connection whatsoever with CMT. As a matter of fact, you you, you know. So, but you are a face of CMT, and so we can direct these questions to you. Is there anybody in the church that can feel undermined if CMT thrives? So, um, twenty twenty one, twenty nineteen. I would boldly tell you that 95% of who you call bloggers today were all members of CMT. <laughs> CMT stemmed off building a community of media volunteers that worked at the 2018 Emeka Convocation. There had been, of course, experiences where the church would ask media guys to come together from previous convocation, but it became very ammonized in 2018. So we're somehow getting to the root of this. Yeah, it was, it was ammonized in 2018. And in 2019, we created Celestia Media Team out of a WhatsApp community. Is that sort of screening? Well, yes, I would say so. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It was even tough in 2018. I remember some of them can tell. Even the K2 guys will tell you. They went, they had to go through me to come in. So mm -hmm. the the yeah. the the should I say the scattering of this body has has been what has led to a myriad of blogs that we have now and the media. A yeah, absolutely. Is the body scattered? Pages. Well, it's, 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 it's very watered down. Why is that? Very watered down, but not scattered. So um, this is off, again, the topic, but let me, let me quickly share it. If you want to also battle bloggers, you have to battle another very interesting 
aspect, what is the gain value for them doing what they're doing? Exactly. What's the gain value? So the gospel that I fought for in the early days of CMT was the heart of volunteering. The heart of volunteering. And, you know, sadly, internally, we had a lot of rumbles. Some people wanted us to take a position into be like an extended media arm of the church, where if the church creates media content, they pass to us, we just distribute. So it's like saying you're creating NANS, mm. news agency yes. of Nigeria. Yes. <laughs> so I have bloggers at my disposal yeah. who are just... Yeah, or NUJ, Nigerian Journal Journalist. So you pass information to NUJ, NUJ yes. distributes to journalists. That was the type of positioning we wanted to have at that time. Mm. Because a lot of these guys were with the group. Hence the coalition. Yes, the coalition. Okay. Do you get my point? Yeah. So immediately, internally, we started to unbundle internally because the position that, of course, one of the, uh, how do I say this? One of the founding members as well wanted a different position. Oh, let's be an extended media arm to the church and particularly the pastor's office. My position at that time was different. I said no. And I said that because I, I know for a fact that a lot of political manipulation because of the state of the church would come from that desk. And I wouldn't want to be a part of it. I would rather be interested in capturing what is positive about Celestial Church of Christ, putting that out. If any good thing comes out of that quota or that office or that desk, we will promote it. The first one we did, I can remember very well, Ishim can remember. There was this short baba that was harassed to have said somebody died in his church. One celestial, celestial shepherd, Fanny, something funny, something, something, Fanny Modu or Fanny Moku or something, something, something. Short. What year was this? 2019. 2019 or 20? 2019. 2019. There was a case built against him in his church. CMT were the one that wrote the disclaimer, the church disclaimer against him. And we, we created the flyer and that flyer went viral. Even the Oshofas adopted it and they were using it. Mm. <clears throat> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were the first to move swiftly in regard to that is case that would have been another issue for the church to start to just see we have a bill and all these other yes. guys. Uh -huh. We were the first to address it. We created a flyer in that regard and the church, everybody accepted it and started moving on with it. So to answer your question, yes, there were individuals in the church who most definitely still today still feel very threatened because again, like I say everywhere I go, Celestial Church of Christ has thousands of holes. Of what? Holes. Holes. Ew, ew. Okay. So I believe that anybody that means good for this church, just take one hole and be, and be patching it. Patching. Mm. Be patching it. Do what we're doing now do is beat. one hole. Yes, sir. What we're doing now is one hole. We're writing, re remodeling the narrative. I, so, think, I think this is a good point to go on a break. We'll be back shortly. See you soon. <laughs> Celestial Perspective Podcast, bringing you a fresh perspective on the Celestial Church of Christ. Welcome back to the Celestial Perspective Podcast. And um, at this point, talking about uh, CCC blogs and their excesses, we want to narrow down this discussion and talk about certain specific things. Now, uh, there was an incident, um, I think, was it last year? whereby a particular journalist, um, Kesaya Shoyombo, uh, did um, 
a was it a documentary so to speak on celestial prophets and you know this this was a very indicting <laughs> uh, documentary it was an indicting release and it really shook a lot of people in the fold i wouldn't say it shook the church as <laughs> as a body but it shook a lot of people in in the fold and we found that it was even celestial blogs that were amplifying or posting and reposting excerpts from this uh, documentary to the point where this it, it became a very very pervasive or you know ubiquitous uh, uh, work that it, it was everywhere now would we say that that is uh, uh, anti-productive so to speak when celestial blogs post ills and vices you know that accentuate our our bad optics in the in the public view okay so the first there are two ways to look at it the credibility of the journalist that did the report yes and the question around what you call celestial blogs yes are they truly blogs for the celestial church nominally well or they are just blogs owned by individuals who are members yes, of, the, of church. the church. Yes. So that's a, that's distinctive. If you just celestial blogs, that means you have ten blogs that cover different sphere of the celestial church. Yes. That are very vested in the image of the celestial church. Yes. That's a celestial blog. Yes. Now a blog owned by a member of the church. Yes. Who is a unbaked, or who is an unbaked journalist, blogger, yeah. media person yeah. yes. who just wants to lash on to everything that's available because the end goal is followership. The end goal is traffic. relevance. Not even traffic. Because the question you ask yourself is this. At the presentation I did some, some weeks ago, I said, Celestial Church is a market in its own, by its own, in its own right. If you own a product today and you, are, you can successfully sell it to Celestians, you are already in business. So all of them that are doing blogging, blogging makes revenue. Okay, because I was about to ask you that, what incentivizes this so that, private that, bloggers? That's the bottom line that we're trying to get to. So what is the value drive for them? Yes. Relevance, followership. Money. That. Not even, where's the money? <laughs> Who's the richest blogger among all of them? Who? Where's the money? Is there money made from blogging? They make peanuts. But they make money. I, I won't I won't say no. They okay. make peanuts. Okay. Do you get? So now going to the show on both story, the credibility of the journalist. Now, if you had or if you have what you call celestial blogs, what they now do is you take the release from that journalist, you dissect it. You now do something called crisis management in PR. Not only just quickly do a press release or do a press conference. No. You identify the shades. Yes. That were thrown at you. Yes. And how do you address those shades and convert bad publicity to good publicity? Yes. Shoyombov exposed the gray sides of our prophetic ministry. Yes. How many of these celestial bloggers have gone back to the same Ketu to record or capture the Esimwoli, to record or capture the Ishono, to record or capture the naming ceremony where the prophet is talking about a seven-day-old baby and prophesying about 20 years ahead of that baby. Mm. 
which are the narratives are that the narratives that can negate what or address what a credible journalist put out there. Uh-huh. So build that around. Imagine if all of them come together today and say, guys, for the next one quarter, we want to trend SBG or Shofa. There, there will be a shift. And make an audacious move to, statement to say that is the powerful, the most powerful prophet that came out of Africa in the 19th century. Mm. And, create, and even, create a ground-shaking dialogue. Even mm. if people don't agree with Very it, there correct. will be discussions be around yeah. it. Discussions yes. around it, yeah. And people will know things yeah. that they didn't know before about the founder yes. and, and about see, the church. You will even see... So, Greater Tomorrow did a documentary some years ago. And I remember that Baba went to interview a man that used to be a member of Osapa London, a former police officer, uh, Irie. Irie. He's now in Pentecostal pastor. But he spoke very highly of his time in the Celestial Church where's, and of the pastor family. Where's the video? Where's, where's the video? evidence? We don't where see that. Where are videos that? like that? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you say Celestial bloggers <laughs> and bloggers within the church, you have to dis- distinguish it. Distinguish. Now, let me ask you a question. Is church marketing and demarketing a real thing? Are they real things? Yes, Church marketing, church demarketing. Because I find that a lot of people leverage on the robustness of the celestial um, audience or the celestial body. And um, they, they use this to even further their own uh, how do I put it? Individual presence. presence. Yeah. presence. I've seen it happen. Yeah. L- let, let me be very frank with you. There are a lot of people who didn't know Pastor Ibiyeme before. Before the incident. Yeah. What happened That's a couple true. of weeks yeah. ago. And now, people who didn't know him, even within the fold, now know him. So is, is, it, is it really a thing, demarketing other churches in order to become marketable or marketing yourself is there even a thing called church marketing or demarketing? It's um, not. It's not new. You want to take that? Okay. Yeah, I would, I would like to take that. That is very, very true. There is church marketing and church demarketing, and that is the reason why you will see a lot of us out there try to pick down on some other organizations just to raise ourselves up. In the case of Ibiomi, I I took a case study into him. I realized at the time he was a member of the church. I was guess, he a member of was CCC? He a member CCC? Of CCC? Yeah. What evidence? Uh, I. I, I can't say it is not so credible, but I got this from a shepherd in Portacos. That you, you was a yeah, member. That okay. they knew one-on-one. Okay. And what I realized is, one way or the other, everybody knows what we carry as a church, audience-wise. Everybody knows anything that comes out concerning our church. Everybody wants to jump on it and everybody wants to share it. Then he was making general, you know, general statements like, I know them. I was once with them. I was them once with them. Before but did you mention the Celestial Church of Christ or you just said white garment churches? Oh, oh. Guys, let's also go strategic. Okay. <laughs> Before synagogue died, yes, he never for one day spoke Ill. identified himself with the Lester Church. Yes. yes. But I think the first time his wife got on the pool. Yeah, she sang his best song. First or second time. Yes. And she was talking about his life. And she said, his best song. In the morning he prays. And he has two songs that he sings in the morning. Yes. Mm. Baba, Niwa, Niwa Who are we talking about here? T.B. Joshua. T.B. Joshua. Okay, to be clear. And it is also rumored from unconfirmed, well, from sources, but yet to be confirmed. I would like to actually confirm that at some point, that he also left Celestia Church of Christ as a prophet in Alimosho. So imagine if our bloggers are very intentional about some of these cold media wars and say, okay, you know what? We will not respond to Ibiyo 
or make a research. We will go and identify Pentecostal pastors that were born in this church. And still speak highly of this church. And speak, I, I speak about them. And perhaps even go and dig up perhaps their parents. What brought their parents to Celestial Church? And the experiences their parents had with the founding fathers of this church. So, so are you trying to say um, the media guys are not doing, are, not, are going the easy route? Are you trying to say they are not doing the hard work that is behind um, media well, as a whole? Celestial bloggers, like I just told you guys. Okay. And, and there are bloggers, bloggers born in the church. Yes. Okay, bloggers born Celestia in the church. Bloggers. Do you think they are lazy bloggers? They just want to, they just want ready information, first stand available information. You cannot information. promote what you don't know. You cannot promote what you are not passionate about. Yes. True. Do you get what I'm saying? You can alert some of them and say, they just want to be hip. They are young guys, fresh blood. And some of them are not relatively young. They are just people that, just like some of our fathers, take their church relevance away from them and they are dead. Mm. So they will fight you for that parochial position they hold. Because that's the only... They spend four days in the church, three days at home. Do <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So some of these guys are already towing that, that name. That line. I even heard that somebody called himself a social media shepherd. Social <laughs> media shepherd. Yes. Oh. I Who's think that? He's, he's one of the bloggers. He that he's a social media shepherd and he wears... Um, the person who came earlier was talking about that. And he wears what? He wears a shepherd's... Um, Regalia. Without an anointment. He has an online see, church. See, see guys. <laughs> nothing, see, not, because guess what? COVID changed everything. Yes. 2020, right. the world flipped. Yes. On its head. Yes. Nothing stops a shepherd from saying, okay, I want to perhaps create a mobile, a social media, a digital church. Let me use the word digital church. And right there with you in the church with a few members, you set up this type of setup mm. and people from all over the world can follow your worship listen to your sermon, follow your... Very correct. Pray with you. The world is evolving. And I think my parish thrives on yeah. that. How mm. did we get to know of, of the choir? Mm. They, they were very audacious about it. They were very involved. They were very intentional. And see where it's gotten them. Okay. So, so the, the, the fact remains that if you go and ask... if you put, I know all of them. I know... I'll be wrong to say I know all of them. I know pretty much all of them. Mm. And when you ask them, when you talk to their conscience... Mm. What is the value? What is the gain for you guys? The... You realize that is for church relevance? Money? <laughs> um, perhaps just jumping on the bandwagon. True. Some of them in their personal lives are perhaps unemployed. <laughs> so they feel, at least if I'm not doing anything 9 to 5, the Letter Church of Christ is a big market for me. I can just get on the internet. And just do whatever. Okay. And again, when you move away from these bloggers, there are also individuals, as in the case of the last uh, directorate of music, not directorate of music. Yes. a lot of people just wake up in their house, put their phone in their front, and start to do life and say they are addressing a church issue. Mm. Who made it I'm telling you, the they addressed, people carried topical their phones issues. and started addressing topical issues that involve the church. Topical issues. I mean, it's... it's uh... I had to call <laughs> into one of them. And I asked the person, I said, man, did you ever attend the central class? He said, no. <laughs> I said, do you even know the history of the Central Park? We, we filmed, even though the, the documentary, where Uncle Lu Ogusanya sat with us, your mom was involved in the documentary, and she told us how they started the Central Park, and debunked a lot of things that were falsely passed on to, to, to people about the Central Park. That's not what we're here to discuss today. All right. So we're talking about, so imagine if those type of content that had been passionately you know, produced we're giving to these guys 
and they knew how to build. So let me move out of the church. There's Bella Ninja. There's Uluri Supergirl. There are other blogs. Yeah. If you want beauty lifestyle, Bella you go to Bella Ninja. Yes. Uluri Supergirl is for everything in vogue, trendy, in mix of everything. When Linda came, Linda came with everybody knew what Linda came with. Gossip. Yes. And gossip made money for her, made a way. So there are things that if these guys take time to cover their niche. Celestial Church is a very large depository of content. Even our members, some of them have spent 30 years in this church. You don't even know one-tenth of the church. Brother Tomawa, before we went on the short break, you said something. You, you blatantly said that you were not in support of Celestial Blogs. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Um, I believe you're an artist. You, you, uh, you write. Yes, I write. What else do you do? <laughs> I do basically content writing. Okay. Do so don't you think these blogs have the power to help you create a larger audience for your brand? As true as that might sound, yeah, they have the power to help build a larger audience. But I would have loved them to help me build that in the right context, in the sense that it is a body regulated by the church. The reason why I said I am not in support of Celestial Blog is because right now, let me ask you a question. Come out straight and tell me. Give me three blogs that are directly supporting the church. I'll bring out the church in the right manner. So do you mean all you mean blogs are against the church? Majority. Listen now, we have a, I know of a blog now that if you check their post, it's a setup blog. You see, call this number for a shono. Are you getting my point? Promoting a prophet. A prophet. Okay. There are better ways you can do that. That is one. You will see, for example, this is David B. Moise you were talking about. It was a copy and paste affair on majority of our blogs mm. that should be doing counter effects on mm. the story. Mm. So you don't expect me to associate with such blogs that are killing the image of what I stand for. So I think a better way to put what you said was or would be that I do not support uh, private or personal blogs that are instituted by members of the church Church. with the name of the church. church. But I'd still like to counter that because if if you if you had just one celestial page, just one blog, how how do you then market yourself through that one? Because not everybody can go on RCCGPR and just post. Or not everyone can go on that one single page of the church to, you know, market their brands and all. Why should a church brand market? Why should a church brand market individual brands? Individual brands. In the first place. So do you think bloggers should stop marketing individual brands? A a blog that belongs to a church. Okay. He said he's against celestial blogs in, in like, generally. He's totally against them. So I'm trying to ask, don't they contribute to you in any way? You are, they do contribute. They okay, are. so if if you have if you have an article, for instance, that is that is tailored has to do with the church, or it has to do with the church. Okay, mm-hmm. who is going to disseminate that article? Like it, I said earlier, we have some few good ones. I might not have said my earlier submission in the right way, but we have some few good ones, and we know what they do. Mm. But even as um, uh, Yoruba says, "Imike I don't. I hope you understand what I mean. Mm. Majority of these people. A little level levels the whole lot. You understand? <laughs> Majority of these people are not selling out our church in the right manner. I don't want to mention them, but if, if I tell you as a legend that, mention three blogs that you know is doing well in this church. I am sure you mentioned. In respect to that, it does not make any sense Well, when we are trying to build a building. We are trying to, like an architect, trying to work on a building and somebody within that system is trying to bring it down. Mm. That is why I said what I said. So, okay. Emma, do you agree that there are good 
individual Celestian members blog that contribute positively to the image of the church? So I'll still go back to my position where I stand okay. and what I'm a very firm believer in. Go to JLCCG. They have a media establishment called Dove Media. Correct. Yes. Well-funded, very, very intentional. They're very intentional about it. The members knew about it. Mm. So if the members want to hear authentic things from the pastor's office, they, they to listen Dove to Media. Dove Media. Some of them follow Dove Media on Twitter. They follow Dove Media on Facebook. And the guys, it's not part-time work. Dove Media employs every type of media professional you need. Mm. They are on digital satellite. They are seven. on DSTV. Mm. You can watch the Holy Ghost Congress from anywhere in the world just tune into Dove Media. So, if the church has invested that much, who are you, blogger in your room with your phone? 5, you can have 500,000 <laughs> followers. They can have 7,000 followers. They are the mouthpiece of the church, Dove yes. Media. Nobody Correct. will care about you. Mm. Yes. And if they now drag you, drag you, drag you, I have you by job. So, your solution, mm. <laughs> your solution is central. Yeah. It has to start from the head. Yeah. It has to start from the head. No matter how we try to say this, from A to Z, from morning to night, it if, from the if head. it doesn't start from, from the, the head, head, you cannot, you can affect so little, you know, taking a, a problem from the surface. It starts from the very head. Hola, let, me, let, me, let me chip in. When you talk about marketing and demarketing, there is a very gradual shift that's also happening. Some of the young people in the Pentecostal church who were born from the spiritual churches have started to gradually go back to the spiritual churches. True. What are the spiritual churches? Celestial Church. Okay. Yes. Aladura churches. Okay. They have started to go back. Especially when, you know, there's a reality of life that happens. Especially the ladies. When you start to eat a certain age in your life, certain things are not happening <laughs> as you want. You are praying the Pentecostal <laughs> way. You remember your source. Right. And in five minutes, all the problems of your life would have been rendered in front of I you. I don't think Ishano is more beneficial to foreign foreign um because people because the, we don't even know what we have. Because the foreigners know that in five minutes they can dial heaven. Mm. Mm. But don't we don't we also know facts. that? Can't we also leverage on that? For us. Or we are too used to we are too used don't to, forget, to, to the power. Don't forget, don't forget your straight your train of thoughts. So it's the going to come back. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Now they've seen a gradual exodus of some of the people they've built from Pentecost. These guys are coming back. And it's mm. going to be more. more. Trust me. In the coming days. more. Correct. So I don't see for a for a pastor Ibio Yemi, for example, I don't see what he was preaching that day. What part of the Bible he was preaching or discussing that day that warranted that conversation or that point mm. of mm. oh Celestians putting destiny the in Shina. Marketing. Mm. In Shina. So do you, you think get, it was a strategy? It may not be intentional. Okay. It may not be intentional, but all of them, even include Baba Deboe. At last out at Celestia yeah, sure. at, at some, at some, at some point. Yes. yes. Yeah. Even with the Jalapamo story then. Yeah, I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But again, just like we were saying a couple of minutes prior to, you know, the show, something just works for Celestia Church that you cannot So unexplainable. Explain. Cannot grasp. You cannot explain. Instead of killing it, it's expanding. It's expanding. <laughs> it's expanding. <laughs> Ten years ago, Celestia Church was not, was not in Turkey. Mm. The boys had to go there. Young boys graduates from Ogun State University. And a couple of other guys from all over the you know country had any money they created. Now they have three parishes or two parishes in Turkey. So do you mean that this um so-called defamation, as the case may be, do you think is adding to the value of the church? Is adding to so Nollywood, Yoruba Nollywood, 
Okay. Nobody intentionally went to tell anybody that when you are scripting this, you the church. church sin should yeah. be said. They yeah. will not use redeemed church. <laughs> Well, don't you think that's as a result of the uniform that we have? No, they just, no. To, to no. show that, okay, they are Christians. When they filmed Gang of Lagos, one, they wanted to portray the part of they use Celestial Church. They use White Garment Church. But is that not a misrepresentation? A perfect, a perfect one. Okay. But do you think and it still is in benefiting? Nolly, in Hollywood, they think they are doing us Good, 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 good. By showing you that when you have two wives, one is a witch, the other one is not a witch. When you want to deal with the witch, deal with the witch, the witch. witch. you take her to the church. She will confess. confess. When somebody runs mad at the tail end of a Yoruba film, so do you they think it's think just a miracle? Subconsciously, church. this is is injecting certain thoughts in people that I, I, I remember I remember this one. In 2017, I left Osaka, London in 2018. In 2017, neighbors who were next door neighbors to Osaka, London, who never came to anything Osaka, London did, including the very beautiful harvest they did, they always do, rather, brought their dead son to church. Mm. And tell Why me, tell me he was brought back to life. If Shepard Cole is watching this podcast at any particular point in time, he will testify to Tell me he was, was brought dead. back to life. He wasn't brought back to life. Hey. But then that was that was a great a you know, great thing to think about. A, I saw the boy. Because there were other churches dead around. Young boy. Dead mm. young boy. He was laid in front of the church. You know, and prayers were made, made, made different things were said, you know. And for me, my the shepherd was in his room. He said, he's living with him. Correct. Do you get what I'm saying? So for the shepherd to have gotten that level of spiritual Spiritual understanding, to know that their intention was to test the church. Mm -hmm. Not intentional. They won't kill their son to test the church. But it was like a hope of last resort for them. Not because they love the church. Not Mm. because God will set your heart. Do you believe in the God of that mountain that you have come to? Okay. My own parish, there's a church directly behind my parish. While growing up, remember that People who had mental problems, who they brought to that church, be transferred to Akoka. Would be transferred to my church, and under three to seven days, that mad spirit find would, would leave the person. The game and so it, it became like an outsourcing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he, they used to outsource mad men <laughs> and you know mad women. So these things are realities that we know, yeah. but people need to know them too. Mm. People need to know them too. I remember somebody who was you know jocularly saying. That your ministry is word. If you want people to be delivered, take them to sell. After you deliver, they bring them back. Exactly. The people have people have those kind of those kind of ideologies. It is simply because what they stand for over the years, for more than twenty years. That is what elements like social elements like Nollywood and the other elements have have portrayed. Correct. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Even Olushola, we couldn't sell Olushola. We fought ourselves hmm. from selling Olushola. Our own, our own church. That's a battle within. Oh. Within. We fought ourselves. Within. Olushola is alive. Yeah, sure. Hmm. She's not dead yet. She's not dead. She's, She's a 90 something year old woman. This was a three day old dead body. Three or four. Yeah, three days. And days. I feel like that three would have days. been a good publicity for them. That's who, like who the only good had, thing. Who already so had. The... No, 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 no. Please, let's tell them. <laughs> let them know. Because we might have non celestial audience or Watching. people who are in celestial who don't even know that this happened. She was dead for three days. She already had worms coming out of her body. Yes. yes. And she was brought back to life. 
by the pastor founder calling out her name. He didn't even touch her. He didn't touch her. He just called out her name, Olushola, and she said, Sir, Sir, this woman is still very, much, still very alive much alive today. And a body, an independent body in the church who wanted to project this were precluded from doing that because of certain bureaucratic bottlenecks, like we call yeah. them in, they, in, they wanted in, to corporate own it. in the corporate world. So, Tom, what do you think that the church is a miracle church? Or do you think there are, there are kingdom gospels, you know? Do you think the church is is strong, is, is, is sound in the world? Or is just an we intensive have, care center? Nah, we have, mini- <laughs> no. we have ministers that are sound in the world. But we should understand that in this church, we have um, different ministries. We have the evangelists. We have the prophets. We have different ministries. So. World, world-wise, grace-wise, we have it all in our church. It depends on what you are looking for and what you carry. If you want to see us from the miracle aspect, trust me, you will find miracle and get to tell it. If you want to listen to the word, we have seasoned ministers nowadays that when you listen to them, you would forget whatever you learned from the Pentecostal churches. Before my co-host mm. um, gives the closing remark, the three <laughs> dimensions of the gospel are word, deed, and sign. Signs. So, we cannot be deterred by the grace that God has poured upon us. Right. You know. <laughs> Ola, please, can I give my closing remark as of to you yes, can, what yes, I yes, think you these will. bloggers should focus on? Okay, okay. Forward. Quickly. So, what do you number think? One, number one, all of them should go and become selfless. Mm. Mm. Service. Selfless, first. Selfless, first. Number two, the same amount of energy you put into looking for followers put that same amount of energy into knowing the, having enough knowledge about the product that you say you are promoting. Mm. Mm. Products here, you to mean? Celestial Church of Christ is the yes. product. Okay. Knowledge. Become the reference point. The church as an institution does not have a well-structured, a well-oiled media setup. So for, for now, for now, these guys are the unofficial face of the church. Mm-hmm. So become more intentional about telling the right stories about the church. Do you get what I'm saying? Correct. Um, people will tell you tomorrow that, ah, I'm sleeping my lonely cellar. Because recently we started developing another trend where yellow-skinned women, black-skinned women dress up on Sunday they do TikTok, they do all of this, they put Ebenezeri behind their video <laughs> or any other. <laughs> you know and people started to see a celestialized version of what you see on TikTok. Mm. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And no blogger is showing me why the incense goes before the choir, before the congregation. Mm. No celestial blogger is showing me or is talking about why Hallelujah. Female members don't go into the church mm-hmm. the when they're in their circle okay. or okay. when they don't even go into the altar with biblical references. Mm. None of them is bold and audacious enough to suffer to make a statement and say, Reverend S.B. Joshua was the biggest prophet that came out of Africa in the 19th century. Mm. But 20th century. You, 20th century. But you'd be very shallow to make that kind of statement without facts. Yes. Strong facts. Because Something happened or is gradually happening in the CAC fold. They've become very intentional about the man called Joseph Ayo Babalola. He doesn't even have bad publicity. He doesn't have videos. He cannot have bad publicity. Because even the fathers that Babalola Were just died, mm. that is one of the 
last set of the disciples that worked with him. Those men will curse you. They are raw. <laughs> they, they don't <laughs> care <laughs> about <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Mm. It was that it's the children that are putting them on those pages. They, they, will, they will let you know, say Instagram got love and shit. Mm. You got my point? So, but guess what? You would find people who have taken camera and gone to all the different points where Joseph Abola encountered God. His two living daughters have spoken, they've done two hour, two hour documentaries on YouTube talking about their father. And perhaps even debunking a very aging myth or lie that their mother was a witch. It was a known theory at one time that Joseph Abola's wife was a, a witch that frustrated his ministry. The second to the last daughter sat down with a, a, a journalist, a, a pastor in the ministry and spoke to that man for two hours about the day-to-day -day life of the Babalola family. We're running an extra, extra time. Uh -huh. And even told them that my father is not Ayodele. My father is Joseph Ayo Babalola. So correcting a lot of things like that. So these guys need to be selfless. They need to know more about the church. They need to be very strategic in their positioning. Yes. If I say almost enemy, the almost enemy should be showing perhaps what makes almost sele in church, at home, in business, in community. Yes. That should revolve around your name. Yes. If you say celestial heritage, mm -hmm. you have no business as celestial heritage as your title. Filming Avest. Uh, Avest is part of our heritage. But making sure that what each and every one of you stands for the contributes line. to the overall positive impression All right, sir. Of, the of, 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 of the church. And All they right, can sir. also do many more things. Many right, more sir. things. Thank you so much, sir. So in one minute, um, Tommy, what do you think is a, is a lasting solution that can be preferred to all of these problems? As it stands, the church is not ready. Okay. Let's be sincere with ourselves. The church is not ready to help them. Okay. So the first step, I believe, is for them to understand that there is a need for understanding of what they carry. Like Emma rightly said, if you want to face documenting um, real stories about the church, face it. If you want to face the angle of telling us what our service and whatever miracle Papa Shafa did stands for, do that. We all have, this church is a wide market. It's a market that if you start something today and you are sure and you have facts about it, you are going to sell what you are selling. They should do more fact-finding. Fact-finding is very, very important. We still have some people that are alive. I saw a snippet and I'm waiting for that interview. Um, I became interviewing Baba Banjo. I am waiting yeah. for that interview because I know <laughs> you will get facts because that is what we need at this moment in our time. Correct. These people are going. Lastly, this is these people are going. This generation, like we had Baba Olowere uh, uh, that I spoke about, we are losing a generation of people that work directly with SBJ. And I believe this is the time these media guys have to work. These blog guys. Get facts from them. Reach out to them. Reach out to them. Let them know you want to interview them mm -hmm. so we can have facts when they leave. All right. So All this, right. When, this you, is... when you still have an argument about how you light candles, candle, is it up or down? By now. Mm. Short of, of 74 years. By now. Hi. This is a direct call to <laughs> bloggers in CCC. Let's, let's, even, let's, let's even call them for an experiment. Bloggers in CCC, come together. Mm -hmm. Let's use a quarter of a year to push one this idea. Experiment. That's what will happen. Let's see, let's see what will happen. We Final. need to do better. Let's see please. what will happen. Over to you, beautiful Oi. All right, so that brings us to a wrap of this eye-opening episode of the Celestial Perspective Podcast. Joseph, you must agree with me that it was such an enlightening episode. I'm telling you, this, <laughs> these are two of the most, or, of the brightest minds brightest, in our church. Brightest, and just brightest. 
Thank you so much, Emma. It's a privilege to have you on the show. Thank you. <laughs> You're beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Tomwa, thank you so thank much. You we're much, we're so glad thank to have you. Thank you so much. Thank all you right, so guys. Much. So thank you for joining us on this episode. A big shout out to all our sponsors, all our supporters. Thank you for watching. Thank you. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, and follow for more updates. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>